What is creativity? What does it mean to be creative? Is it a hobby, talent, or can it be more? On this podcast, we talk about creativity and the people behind it. My name is Marco. And I'm Danny. And this is Creative Class. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Creative Class. I'm joined by my co-host, Marco. And I'm Danny. So so this this is our very first, technically not our very first recording, but this is probably if you're listening to us, this is the first thing you're gonna be able to hear. Right. Ep so one. Yeah, technically ep zero, ep zero, if you will, right? It's like the intro of the of the first episode. Where we're basically what you can expect us to talk about here is what what the hell are we gonna be talking about in the entire show, right? So I guess it's good to start with defining where the term even came from. Why is the show called Creative Class? So what is Creative Class? Good question. Uh, so we cannot, well, I don't want to take credit for the, the okay. term because it was something that I, I've been reading about more recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, uh, I'll, uh, to quote, uh, well not to quote, but to give credit to the creator the creator of Creative Class. The creator of Creative Class. Uh, it's a professor out of University of Toronto. His name is Richard Florida. His website is creativeclass.com. So if you're curious, you can read a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. It's Where a, we pirated the idea. Lol. <laughs> and, 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 and adapted it for ourselves. There you go. Uh, but it's an, inspira- it's, it's an inspiring, inspiring story mm-hmm. uh, or idea. Because if you think about where we are now in 2022 versus 10 years ago, um, there's a shift, mm. right? So if we, you know, in 2020, it, five years ago, it was the age of information, mm. YouTube, internet, technology. The information age. You know, the growth of Amazon.com and, and, and the like. So uh, all of these, all of these, all of these businesses uh, were within the age of information, the age right. of communication, you know, the sharing of the, is that the top, the dot com boom? Is that the dot is that com, the internet, the growth mm-hmm. of the internet, access to information, right. access to communication globally? Uh, this was the age of information. Okay, and now we're shifting into the age of imagination. Mm. So if you hear about people talking, you know, how is AI going to change the 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 workplace? How is how is it already changing right. the workplace? Man, that's scary. Right. AI. Well, well, de- I definitely want to have a, a, a uh, episode. an episode on. Oh. Okay. On, on artificial intelligence, especially for the creative industries. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. But in the age of imagination, the the the, the class of people that are going to be creating value is coined by Richard Florida as the creative class. Mm. Right? So they they you know in his in his teachings or in his in his lectures, it had it, it, he talks about the impact to urban cities, right? But for our purposes, we're talking we're talking more about the impact. Towards the creative economy or the the new economy, mm-hmm. right? so it's an entirely different economy. So so it's it's bringing in new, uh, what do you call this? Like streams of of monetization, yeah, new ways of working, mm-hmm. new ways of creating a living. Uh, if we were talking to our parents' generation, you know, go to college, get a job, right? And it's in 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 where we are in the mm-hmm. Philippines in Manila. When I graduated, it was banks, insurance companies, conglomerates, mm. uh, BPOs. Those yeah. that was the options. Now, mm-hmm. a college kid who graduates, you know, there's Upwork. Right. There's Freelance. I don't have I don't need a job. I can I can get much more experience 
um, making a living for myself because I'm living in with less risk. Doing what you love, right? Right. And or what you're talented at. I yes. Guess. And this is this is actually where where you know your strengths have come in because if you're able to make an income, a living out of your talent, mm-hmm. uh, you become de- independent from from a lot of powers. Yeah. Right. Your your power to earn is directly as a result of your ability to do something. That's powerful. Wow. And that's that's what I feel creative class is. Interesting. And and in this podcast, we'll be talking to people who have done the same, I yeah. guess. And maybe learn from from how, how they got there, basically, yeah. from, from where they began, what they did. Yeah. Well, for the guests at least, and for those for the for the episodes where where we won't have a guest, we could talk about concepts like just doing what you love, I guess, mm-hmm. from from doing what you love to to AI. Yeah, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of mindset. There's a lot of there's a lot of perspective that that uh, is part of it. Then there's mm-hmm. the technical right and, uh, elements of of doing a business or you know just the perspective of doing a business. I don't know what yours was like versus mm-hmm. what, what I went through. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. And we, we also came from very different industries. Right, okay. Yeah. So so why us, I guess, is the next question, right? If 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 that's what we're going to be talking about, or I, I think not really just talking about it, more of exploring it, discovering it, if you will, right? Why us? Like, mm. who are we to be the ones to... To tour the, these listeners on what the creative class is. Well, I guess we can tell them a little bit about ourselves then. All right. So, so what do you do, Marco? <laughs> <laughs> why you? How did I get? How do? Why do I? So, uh, I mean, we can break it down and use the industries that are really um, explored and as a as a as a creative industry. So, there's mm-hmm. arts, right? Uh, marketing and mark, marketing and advertising, obviously. Okay. Uh, arts, culture. Uh, there's also uh, product design, mm-hmm. manufacturing. So the all these all these direct to consumer brands. That's mm-hmm. a, like that's a creative endeavor. Uh, technology mm-hmm. uh, is also uh, uh, is also within this space, right? Mm-hmm. So my background is uh, across technology and retail. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know I started in I started in um, with a with an e-commerce marketplace mm-hmm. back in '09. Uh, running a business, starting a business, and that was my first move from corporate. So right. I came from corporate. I, I wanted to break away because I was bored. I couldn't mm-hmm. handle it. Uh, I, I didn't like being boxed. So right. that's how I got into the startup uh, op- opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, uh, that didn't work out. Took us. Uh, I was you know it took us a few years. I got into retail, mm-hmm. and that's very similar. You, you're creating a concept, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a retail concept or a product like what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's you know that's that's definitely a creative endeavor. All right, I guess I'm next. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's tell the viewers or the listeners. I, I always find this the hardest question to answer. So, I usually say I'm an entrepreneur by day, and I'm an entertainer by night. That's like the easiest way to answer. What do you do? But obviously, there are a lot of sub contexts as to what that is, right? I guess I've always been the type of person to start businesses, right? To be very entrepreneurial. So uh, with a focus on, I guess, food, because that was my very first love. My passion was to to cook, basically. Um, so it, my entrepreneurial journey started in college where I, where I started a food business that basically put me through college. And, and then I kept doing uh, food ventures here and there, not all of them successful, 
currently now I'm more of a consultant, I would say, like an advisor to current concepts in 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 how to fundraise. So I help concepts um, in food, uh, which usually they're usually either chefs, right, or really talented people that know how to taste food. They know how to create basically mm. good tasting dishes, but they don't really have a background in business, so they don't really know how to get the funding to make that concept a reality. Right. Or they're entrepreneurs that are very highly technical that don't know how to give their concept a heart when explaining it to investors, you know? Mm. And then, so I kind of figure out what kind of person you are, take the beauty that you already have and kind of, you know, um, shine that diamond and present it in a way that more people can understand. So I guess that's that's what I do as an entrepreneur. But at night, I'm an entertainer. So, so I'm a musician and uh, I'm basically a vocal percussionist, which is just a fancy way of saying I'm a beatboxer. So... Wow, that that sounds great on this mic, by the way. This is a new mic. Uh, we did an unboxing video. I don't know if we released it. If we did, check it out. But any in any case, that's that's what I do. Um, and so I feel like I have a unique perspective as to, um, I guess, the class that we're talking about. And and I I know many people in the class. So I guess what 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 we could do together is kind of take our experiences. And then interview all of these people and try and learn from them. To be honest, I feel like that's what it really is. The reason why I'm game for this podcast is it's an excuse to get these people to tell us their secrets you know, <laughs> without having to pay them. <laughs> if you remember one of our earlier conversations before all of this even started, mm. we were talking about this book, uh, um, Show Your Work. Right, yes. You even emailed me the the. The snippet of it, right? And basically, the the and that's that's kind of been the driving force of of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's going to be a, a key element of essentially the the story is that um, uh, in you know the time of the Renaissance, uh, uh, I'm not sure it's the Renaissance. I could be misquoting that, but in the in the, in the time of you know Ernest Hemingway, those authors, uh, they would uh, come together in this uh, Paris. You know, cafe, mm-hmm. and and they were, you know, they were they were writers, they were artists, and and the strength of what they created mm-hmm. was attributed to the of, to them doing working it together, together, right, right. And the author coined it the the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure why seniors, but it, I, you know, it's the you can hear the genius in there. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe that's why. Right, but the C part, I'm, I'll have to double check what. The, mm-hmm. the, or the, the, I guess the, the meaning behind it. But essentially, the way I understood it is that a lot of people, they, they have a great idea and it never really sees the light of day because they, they feel like they should be the ones to execute it because they want to be the ones to also profit from it or, or you know, monetize it. And it. they're afraid to share. Yes. They're afraid to share. Because of that fact. Right. And I guess that's also something I've realized is that Ideas are nothing mm. unless they're executed. And sometimes having an idea executed, period, regardless if it's just you or with a group of people, talented individuals, the fact that you're able to bring it to materialize, mm-hmm. that's what you should be right. pursuing. Not, not 
to monetize it solely on your own. Right. And ideas aren't 100% original. Mm-hmm. Just because you, if it's a good idea and you think and you've thought about it, the likelihood of somebody else thinking about it is, is very high. Right. Uh, the difference is in how you execute on it. That's it. Right. So there's no fear. For me, there's never been a fear of sharing ideas, talking about it with other people because it's I I, I it's the it's the banging of other other people's perspectives, right. throwing your ideas and getting it thrown back to you mm-hmm. that create even better ideas. Right there, the, you go. It's, it's like it. it's like um, like uh, what do you call it? with the samurai sword when you're when you're putting it in fire and then banging it again. You you have to break and build, break and build until you perfect it. Right, mm-hmm. uh, creating something bulletproof. Right, so. That reminds me of a verse: "Iron sharpens iron." Mm. From, to quote from the Bible, right? So, so that's what we're trying to do, and we're iron that wants to be sharpened. So, how do we do that? We get people who is also iron to guess on the show, right? Maybe interview them, or just between me and Marco, you know, challenge each other's opinions, concepts, and we're welcoming you to have a seat or a window into that conversation. So, if you want to be able to also experience. These chairs where we're sitting in right now, this soundproof studio which we're recording in, this beautiful equipment that you can rent out, you have to go to Astbury. So Astbury is a private members club and it's based in Poblacion, where the creative and the cerebral live in the moment and work, gather, grow for tomorrow. Wow, that sounds inspiring. If you're inspired, you should check out Astbury at... Asbury.club. Not dot com. So that's Creative Glass. Welcome. We hope you enjoy. Peace. If you made it this far into the podcast, we want to thank you so much for listening. To learn more about us, feel free to connect with us on our website, creativeclass.com. That's spelled creativeclass.com. And please do take some time to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's at creativeclass on all our social media platforms. We'll see you next time.